On this episode of Digital Poets, I go from being totally freaked out about virtual reality to realizing it just might make us more human than we are even right now. Now, the soul isn't merely in the body, but the body is actually in the soul. And when you pray using your breath, then you're breathing in to the deepest recesses of your clay body, the soul light which enfolds you all around as an eternal shelter. This is John O'Donoghue, the Irish poet and mystic, whose poem I read at the end of our first episode. I love this description of the soul and how it sort of goes beyond the body. To me, mindfulness and VR, are they're, they're intimately connected because they have to do with this idea of um, attachment or flexibility. This is Caitlin Kress. She's an author and authority on both mindfulness and virtual reality. She, she also met Jim Henson once, so yeah, we became really fast friends. And I, I have so much respect for Caitlin. She's, she speaks with like just such as calm wisdom and encouragement in a way where even though she's like highly intelligent, you don't feel dumb around her, which I think is kind of a testament to how good she is at, at mindfulness. Here's her talking about her experience with VR. For me, it has a feeling that also I am not I. Like I, I enter a VR space and in the beginning, there's usually an orientation. Like my body says, where am I? And, and then who am I? And, you know, what's, what's the invitation right now to um, maybe explore uh, not being the self that I might be in reality? So I've got to be honest, uh, for the longest time, VR has seemed like the antithesis to everything we've been talking about. I, I just imagine, like, you know, you know that scene in WALL-E where everyone is just completely, you know, plugged in and they're unplugged from real life. I mean, if social media platforms got hijacked by corporate investors looking for a quick return, why won't VR follow the same fate? But Caitlin taught me to see it a little bit differently. Can I be playful with myself? Can I can I see from different angles? And can I both zoom into an experience and also zoom out from maybe my own preconception? Or yeah, I think I think VR has that capacity. And you're right, you know, treat it with care because it does have great power to affect the brain in different ways. But if you're feeling very attached, um, VR has a nice way of being able to disrupt that attachment. Wait a minute. Caitlin is actually describing what John O'Donoghue was talking about. Now, the soul isn't merely in the body, but the body is actually in the soul. And while, while I could only imagine what he was talking about in my head, she's saying mindful VR has the ability to, to facilitate an experience like that in a more powerful way, which I think is really important because we are so attached. Part of what John O'Donoghue was talking about seems so foreign because, you know, we're attached to everything. Our phones, our computers, our, our, our bodies, gravity. You know, people think, oh, personas. And, you know, I think masks can be really liberating. And, and this idea of both empathizing with other people's stories and also saying, you know, do you, do you want to be human in VR or do you feel like being a fish today? 
I love the idea of, of flipping the whole mask metaphor on its head. And look, BR's capacity is still a little freaky. It's definitely a case of, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Just listen to Caitlin explain the spectrum we're dealing with. So, so VR would be when you are in that world and uh, AR is augmented reality. So that's when I might be seeing something and it could be as, as simple as, um, you know, having some type of overlay. Like right now, our phone, sometimes when we scan an image, it can bring up uh, translations or a QR code can bring us to another space. So AR is usually when you might have um, some type of interaction and it's in your physical world. So maybe you're wearing some glasses where something can pop up and, and, and you can also interact. And XR is extended reality. So it's kind of trans spectrum. You can go into um, VR and you can have AR experiences at different times. So people are working right now with uh, spatial computing and with uh, HoloLens. Um, that would be more of a an MR mixed reality where certain parts are, um, you can manipulate them and interact with them. So people, people use these, there's a whole spectrum. So, you know, it's like there's, you get into some of the terminology and it can be confusing, but if you think about the interactive capacity and how much your physical world is being replaced, um, VR is at one end where it's fully replaced and you're in a new world. And some of the elements of XR interaction involves you still in your real world, but you might be wearing glasses that show you um, which part of the surgery needs some help or, you know, something popping up to um, give you more information. So I think this is kind of the future of work and learning. Um, but the key is also to, to put it in a meaningful context and not let the machine override our, our sensibility. Um, yeah, definitely. Because once we lose our sensibility, we lose our ability to, to, to look at life poetically. So how do we steward VR well? Similar to how you know, Wendell Berry would teach us to steward the land. And let's show the suffering. Like if, if we have one experience and we want to show people what life is like in a world that we don't experience on a daily basis, let's make sure we show at least five stories of that world so that people see the suffering and they can empathize and they also see the little moments of joy. Like when I think about slow journalism and this ability maybe in VR to capture those experiences, I think it the danger of a single story and you know let's let's celebrate our our multitudes i love this analogy of slow journalism in case you're unfamiliar with uh what the term means uh, it's journalism that, that focuses on quality analysis and context you know versus trying to stay on the hamster wheel of, of social media clickbait and everything that's basically you know considered breaking news if you've been listening or watching this show by, by now you've, you've seen a theme emerging something I'm learning too. It's this idea of slowness, delayed gratification. Things take time. And guys, this is really hard for me because my vice, I think, is impatience. But the writing is on the wall everywhere. This movement that's been bubbling up, slow everything, slow farming, slow cooking, slow journalism, slow, slow travel, and slow media. This is the way we combat against the automating of humanity. Digital poets are, are deliberate, they're disciplined, they're sacrificially slow in a culture that would rather just like microwave everything. 
And that's a tall order, but one that, that tastes better once it's served. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Digital Poets. To find out more about how Ring Dollar Studios can help you and your company, your team, create fun and engaging educational content, you know, content that your people enjoy watching and interacting with, which we all know leads to better results, go to ringbeller.com studio. And we, we've even figured out some ways to produce high-quality content during this crazy time where, where everyone is, is now working and learning from their homes. So again, that's ringbeller.com studio. And if you want to pick up my book, Get Weird, you can go to getweirdbook.com. Com. And as always, there are video versions of each of these podcast episodes, and they're full of clips and visuals and things that you just can't see when you're listening to a podcast. So uh, if you want to go check those out, they're at youtube.com slash cjcast. That's C-J-C-A-S. And uh, if you are a, a podcaster, diehard through and through, then you know what? Go ahead and leave us a review. Tap those stars. Uh, it just helps us get uh, seen and all that good stuff. Next week, the season finale of Digital Poets, where we talk about Johnny Cash, Frank Capra, and what it means to be a dove with claws. Stay tuned. <laughs>